Welcome to the Greystone Church Podcast. We are grateful that you're here and taking time out of your day to listen and grow with God. We pray that God will speak to you and you will experience His amazing love through this message. Let's take a listen. I don't know about you guys, but it fires me up seeing all these teenagers up here worshiping, worshiping God. It's it's really uh, amazing, and so our teenagers had a phenomenal uh, surge weekend, and so appreciate uh, Jolyn and Spencer, our student pastors, all the host homes, all the, all the student ministry volunteers, thank you guys so much for uh, an incredible uh, weekend, and I'm just proud of all of these students who are in church worshiping God, so, so proud of you guys. One of the most famous stories in the Bible is the story of David and Goliath. It's a, it's a true underdog story. Uh, sports has popularized uh, this story. Uh, when our kids were little, every night we would tuck them into bed, we would read them a Bible story and, and pray with them. And every time I, I would ask my son when he was little, I said, what Bible story do you want me to read to you? Joel would always say, David and Goliath. He wanted me to read the story of David and Goliath. Let me, let me remind you guys of the story. Okay, David was one of eight sons. He had seven older brothers. And there was a war going on between the Philistines and the Israelites. And David's father, Jesse, thought he was, he was too young, he was too small. He wasn't big enough to, to fight in the war. And so Jesse wanted to keep David close with him. He wanted to keep him at home and tending the sheep and, and to keep him safe. And one day, Jesse tells David, I want, you, I want you to go to the battlefield, I want you to go to the front lines and check on your older brothers, take them some food, see how they're doing, report back to me how they're doing. And so when David gets to the battle lines, he hears Goliath, and this has been taking place for 40 days. Every morning and every night, for 40 days, Goliath would go down into the Valley of Eli, and so you had the, the Israelite army on one hill, and you had the Philistine army on another hill. And then down in the valley, Goliath the giant would go down and he would taunt the Israelite army and he would challenge them and he would say, Let, let's settle this mano y mano, right? You send your bravest warrior, you send your, your strongest soldier and we'll fight and whoever wins, like if I win, the Israelites will become our slaves, and if you win, we'll become your slaves. And the Bible says that the, the, the Israelite soldiers were, were frightened and dismayed. And this took place for 40 days. Imagine this, 40 days, once in the morning, once in the, in the evening, and no one would fight him. And even their hero, King Saul, he wouldn't fight. And so King Saul said, I'll give a reward to the soldier who goes down and defeats Goliath, he'll have great wealth, his family will never have to pay taxes again, and he can marry the king's daughter. He can marry my daughter. Basically, he can marry into the royal family and be set for life. And so when David the shepherd boy arrives to the battlefield and, and he hears this, he says, I, I can take on Goliath. And so he goes down into the valley. He goes down into the arena to confront Goliath. And he's, he has his shepherd's clothes on. He has a staff and, and he has a slingshot. 
And most scholars believe that David was about 14 years old, right? He, he's the equivalent of a middle, middle school boy who hasn't reached puberty yet, got a few pimples on his face. And he goes down into the valley to face Goliath. David has, has no hand-to-hand combat skills. Now, Goliath, on the other hand, he, he's literally a giant, okay? He, he's the equivalent of an MMA you know, heavyweight, undefeated champion, like the baddest dude on the planet. And he's over nine feet tall. Now, I'm about six feet two. I may be more like six foot one. Apparently, I'm shrinking. <laughs> but I can reach up and I can touch an eight-foot ceiling. Now, I want you to imagine a man who is over nine feet tall, so over a foot taller than I'm reaching right now. And he's a mountain of a man. He has muscles and, and he's burly and he's a soldier. And he has on an armor. He has on a bronze helmet and, a, and his, his coat of armor that he wore weighed 125 pounds. And he has a javelin on his back and he has a sword in his hand and he has a spear. His spear's made of a weaver's rod and the end of his spear weighed 15 pounds. And his, his shield is so big that he has a shield bearer. He, he has another man, like, like a, a, a six foot tall man like me, in front of him holding his shield for him. And so it's not a fair fight, right? David's coming into the, into the valley. And when Goliath sees David and realizes that he's a boy and realizes that he doesn't have a sword, he doesn't have a shield, he begins to talk trash with David. And he, and he says, am I a dog that you come against me with sticks? And he begins to curse David's God. And then he says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you today and I'm gonna give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beast of the field. Now listen to what David says back to Goliath. He says, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will hand you over to me and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Today I'll give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds of the air and the beast of the earth. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And those gathered here will know that it's not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you all into our hands. And so when David says this, Goliath runs at him, begins to attack him. And David reaches into his pouch and he puts the, the stone into the slingshot and he begins to, to sling the slingshot with his arm and he lets go of it and the rock flies. And we know the story, don't we? And the rock hits Goliath in the forehead Big Goliath comes crashing down. David runs over, grabs Goliath's sword, sword, cuts off Goliath's head, holds Goliath's head up to the Israelite army. They begin to cheer. The Israelites pour down the hill. The soldiers pour down the hill. They attack the Philistines. They win the war. They win the battle. David is the hero. David later marries the king's daughter. He becomes king himself. And he's known as the greatest king in the history of Israel. We love the story of David and Goliath, don't we? 
And there's so many lessons that we can learn from the story, but I I wanna point something out to you today that maybe you've never seen before in the story. We're continuing our series today called Jehovah, the names of God. And we're learning these different names of God. Of course, we worship there's one true God. We have all these different names that describe who God is so we can know him better, so that we can worship him more accurately. And so Jehovah means the Lord, the great I am. So we're looking at these names that Jehovah hyphen plus a characteristic. So last week we looked at Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord, our provider. And we learned that on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. If we seek God first, then he's gonna provide everything that we need. Now, I want you to see what David says when he goes into battle against Goliath. We're in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 45. David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defiled. David says, I come against you in the name of Jehovah Sabbath. Jehovah Sabbath. Now, the NIV translates that the Lord Almighty. Other translations say the Lord of hosts, the Lord of angel armies, or the Lord of heaven's armies. So the idea here and the teaching here is, is that, is that God is the divine warrior. He is the commander of the Lord's armies, like all the armies of heaven, all power in heaven on earth has been given, and he is the divine commander. He is the Lord of hosts. And if we look deeper into the story, it's really not a story about David versus Goliath. It's really not a battle of David versus Goliath. It's a battle of Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of heaven's armies against the false gods of the Philistines. And it's not a fair fight. (laughs) It's not even close to being a fair fight. We worship Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, the Lord Almighty, the Lord of heaven's armies. Can I get an amen? Are, are the kids awake? This is who we're worshiping. And li- listen to what David says. He says, this day the Lord will hand you over to me and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Today I'll give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. See, God, God laid this message in my heart for somebody here. Okay, th- this message is for somebody here, whatever you're going through, whatever battle you're facing, the battle is the Lord's. Those of you who are in a battle, you're in a fight, you're going through a storm in life, the battle is the Lord's. If you're taking notes, point number one is the battle is the Lord's. Whatever you're going through, when we're in in a battle, when, when we're in a fight, when we need deliverance, we call upon Jehovah Sabbath. 
We call upon the name of the Lord, the Lord Almighty, the Lord of hosts, the God of angel armies. If God is for us, who can be against us? Doesn't matter what storm in life you're going through, it doesn't matter what giant you're up against, it doesn't matter what obstacle is in your way, I wanna encourage you today to trust in the Lord. Trust in Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts, the Lord Almighty. The battle is the Lord's. Let him do the fighting for you. If he is for you, who can be against you? And so we call upon the name of the Lord, we call upon Jehovah Sabbath, when we need deliverance in our lives. Last week we talked about Jehovah Jireh, when we need provision in our lives, we call upon Jehovah Jireh. Well, when you need deliverance, you call upon Jehovah Sabbath. Now, almost 300 times in the Old Testament is Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord Almighty. And every single time it's mentioned around the idea or the need of deliverance. So it's mentioned in Isaiah, Jeremiah, Zechariah, when the Israelites were in, were in captivity and they needed deliverance from their enemies. Point number two is to trust in the name of the Lord to trust in the name of the Lord. Psalm 20, verse seven says, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. So we're not trusting in spears and javelins and guns and security systems. We're not trusting in chariots and horses and the government or houses or cars or wealth or politics or our own strength or our abilities or our intelligence. We are trusting in the name of the Lord. He is Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts. He will protect us, he will deliver us, he is our shield, he is our strength. He is a mighty fortress and tower. So the, so the first time that Jehovah Sabbath is mentioned in the scriptures is in 1 Samuel chapter one. And you may, be, you may remember the story of Hannah. Hannah was unable to have kids, she was barren. And she goes to the temple and she prays to Jehovah Sabbath. She prays for deliverance. She, she, she wants to deliver a child, right? She's, she's praying that God would deliver her from infertility. And she makes this promise, she makes this pledge to God. If God will provide a child for her, then she will dedicate him to the Lord. And God blesses her with a child, she becomes pregnant, she gives birth to Samuel. And then she literally dedicates Samuel to the Lord. Like she leaves him at the temple and Samuel served God from, from childhood through his entire life. And this is, this is where we get the parent-child dedication. Because every, every parent that has a child, we recognize that every child is a miracle, every child is a gift from heaven, and so the parents are thanking God for their children and dedicating that child, him or her, to the Lord. Now when we do parent-child dedication, we're not having the parents leave your children at the church. Like, we don't, we don't wanna take care of your kids, right? We're, we're gonna take care of foster kids, we're gonna, adopt, you know, we're gonna adopt orphans. But every child is a miracle, every child is a gift from heaven. And so, so Hannah prays for Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts. In what area of your life do you need deliverance? In what area of your life do you need God to show up and do what only he can do? What battle are you facing? What giant is in your path? What mountain is in your way? Call upon Jehovah Sabbath because he can move mountains.
The Lord Almighty can do the impossible. He is Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of angels, armies, and nothing is impossible for him. See, with man, things are impossible. With God, all things are possible. He is a miracle maker. He is a way maker. He can do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. I want us to look at Psalm 46. Because a couple of times in Psalm 46, it says the Lord Almighty, or Jehovah Sabbath. Psalm 46, verse 7 through 11 says, The Lord Almighty, Jehovah Sabbath, is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This, this, is, this is where the great hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, comes from. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. And he says it in verse six, very, very famous verse. Be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty, Jehovah Sabbath, is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The Lord Almighty, the Lord of heaven's armies. That, that verse 46 is a, is a popular verse. I have a, a plaque in my office that says, be still and know that I am God. The mission statement of Greystone Church, we've used this several times to, to know God and make God known. We're to be still and know God, but we're to make God known. We want to see him exalted in all the earth. We see him exalted to the ends of the earth. I, I want to read this passage. I'm going to read the whole Psalm 46 out of the New Living translation. And the entire psalm is a psalm of deliverance. When you need deliverance, when you need, when you need help, when you need strength. Listen to what it says, Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help us in times of trouble. He's an ever-present help in trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and, and foam let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. I knew this was the passage God wanted me to read because it says surge, right? Sur surge, surge weekend right, right here. A river brings joy to the city of our God and the sacred, the sacred home of the Most High. So he's talking about Mount Zion, the city of God, the eternal city of God. God dwells in that city and it cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. The nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Come see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I'll be honored by every nation. I'll be honored throughout the world. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. He is Jehovah Sabbath. He is our refuge. He is our strength. He is an ever-present help. He is our fortress. He is our shield. Whatever you're going through, whatever you need, he is Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord Almighty, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of heaven's armies. And what does he tell us to do? He says, this is who I am. I'm your refuge. I'm your strength. I'm your fortress. 
I'm an ever-present help. But what does he command us to do in the verse? To be still. To be still and know that he is God. To be still and know who he is. I think this is is fascinating. Whatever you're going through, wherever you need help, whatever battle you're facing, he says to be still and know who he is. Do you know who he is? He is Jehovah Sabbath. In my study this week, I was reading in the Expositor's Bible Commentary and had this entire section on the reflection of Lord Sabbath. Listen to what it says. I wanted to read it for you. Yahweh is the Lord of hosts, almighty. The great king has at his command innumerable heavenly hosts. There's so many heavenly soldiers, we can't even count them all. Reflecting the glory and splendor of his undisputed lordship. He is the divine warrior, the commander of all powers in heaven and on earth. His battles always win him victory. He is undefeated. Psalm 24, 8 through 10 says, Who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, invincible in battle. Open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors, and let the king of glory enter. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of heaven's armies is the king of glory. I want to finish up this message going back to Psalm 4610. But I want us to read it in the Christian Standard Bible, the CSB. Jennifer shared this with me this week. Listen to what the CSB says. It doesn't say be still. Listen to what it says. Stop fighting. Isn't that fascinating? Stop fighting and know that I am God. Exalted among the nations, exalted on the earth. Stop fighting. Stop trying to figure it out. Stop trying to make sense of it all. Stop asking the why question. Stop trying to do it on your own. Trust God, trust Jehovah Sabbath. The battle is the Lord's. What do you need to stop fighting? What do you need to turn over to God? What do you need to surrender to God? What battle do you need to give to him? In what area of your life do you need to trust God? What battle, what giant are you facing? Stop fighting. The battle belongs to the Lord. Call on the name of the Lord. He is Jehovah Sabbath, the God of angel armies. So the application today is what battle are you facing? We're all facing a battle. Maybe it's a battle against sin and temptation. I face the battle of sin and temptation every day. Every day I'm putting on the armor of God. Every day I'm calling out to Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord Almighty. Maybe you're facing a battle to overcome an addiction. Or maybe it's a battle for truth. Or it's a battle of good versus evil. Or it's a battle to overcome an injury or an accident or a health issue. Maybe it's a a battle with cancer. Maybe it's a battle of infertility. And you're, you're struggling as Hannah was struggling. Maybe it's a battle of depression or mental health. Maybe it's a battle to keep your marriage together. A battle to keep your family together. Maybe it's a battle for your kids. 
Maybe it's the battle of being single or the battle of loneliness or the battle of a financial issue or the battle of caring for your aging parents. Stop fighting. Give the battle to the Lord. He is Jehovah Sabbath, the God of angel armies. And whatever God is speaking to you, it's amazing how, how God speaks directly into our lives. And, and when, when, we, when we share the word of God, it penetrates into our souls. Whatever God is speaking into you, whatever battle you're facing, I wanna encourage you to give the battle to the Lord. Maybe you wanna come and last week we, we put our requests in the hope chest, but maybe you wanna double down on that. And you wanna write whatever, whatever it is you're releasing to God, whatever it is you're surrendering to God, whatever it is you're trusting him for, maybe you wanna write it down and put it in the hope chest. Or maybe you just wanna come and, and, and get on your knees and pray and just surrender it to God. Whatever battle you're facing, whatever giant you're facing, God says to be still, to stop fighting and know who I am. And I'm here to tell you today that the battle belongs to the Lord. Let's give our battles to the Lord. If God is for us, who can be against us? Let me pray for us. God, we give you all the battles that we're facing. God, I think about all of these students sitting over here, these teenagers. God, all the battles that they are facing. God, I pray that they would give those battles to you that you would be Jehovah Sabbath in their lives, the Lord Almighty. Gotta pray for all the battles that we're facing, battles over sin, battles over addiction, financial battles, health battles, relationship battles. We're battling for our marriages, we're battling for our families, we're battling for our kids. God, God whatever battle we're facing, whatever giant is in our, in our way, whatever mountain is in our way, God, we're coming to you, we're praying to Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord Almighty, the God of angel armies, the Lord of heaven's armies. God, we pray that we give the battle to you. God, we know that you are an ever-present help in our troubles. We give the battle to you. We give the fight to you. Can we put our faith and we put our trust in you today? And we pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. For more messages or info on Greystone Church, feel free to go to our website, greystonechurch.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We look forward to connecting with you. We hope you have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next week.